welcome to We Watch Movies. I'm Ava. And I'm Jenna. And we watch movies! Um, so this week we watched The Suicide Squad, which is the must, must, oh my god, much anticipated kind of sequel kind of thing of um, Suicide Squad. So this kind of universe-ish thing, I don't know if these are in the, like, what is it called, DCEU or something? I'm not entirely sure of, like... I think it's canon. I think they're canon to, like, Justice League and everything. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm a Marvel kid. Um, but anyways, so it, it, there was originally Suicide Squad, which is the whole, like, Jared Leto Joker thing um, that had, what, the Enchantress or something as the main villain? Whatever. Yeah. It was kind of bleh. And then right before the pandemic took out movie theaters birds of prey came out which is like harley quinn being a baddie and um a couple of other other like strong women being baddies um so that's pretty cool that was a pretty good movie and then this one came out kind of trying to redeem suicide squad and it's i have to say it's a little confusing between suicide squad and the suicide squad but i'll forgive it because um I, I honestly really liked it. So um, we're going to talk about that this week. And yeah. So Jenna, do you want to tell me what your initial reactions were? Well, to go off of what you said about whether or not this is the DCEU, I think it's just easiest to say that it's another installment in the Harley Quinn cinematic universe at this point. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. Maybe I'm a little biased because I did watch it with other people. But even then, I had a good time. I found it leagues better than Suicide Squad, the one that came out years ago. And it just, it definitely had its own style. It it was just better in every way. And it was also just really well done in ways that I didn't anticipate in ways that I did. Yeah, I mean... I definitely got the James Gunn vibes of it all. Um, I don't know, Jenna. Do you do you know James Gunn? I I the, I think the only things I've seen by him are like the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, but like you could get the same vibes, right? Yes. So I um I very much appreciated his vibes in this like context. Um, I don't. Let me look up who. Uh, directed the original Suicide Squad. Um, so, the original, that is the wrong one. Where's, okay, see, even Google's confused. It's like Suicide Squad versus the Suicide Squad. It's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Um, the original director was David Iyer. Um, I don't know who that is, but I do appreciate James Gunn being awesome. Um, but anyways, um, I just totally lost my train of thought, dude. <laughs> right out of the gate, three minutes in. Um, <laughs> but honestly, having like your main climax villain just being a massive starfish, I thought was really, like it was ridiculous, but it wasn't obnoxious. You know, like, the comedy in this movie, like, it was just so much of it was just ridiculous. But it worked, and I really liked that. Yes, because this movie is absurd at times, and while it's definitely not, like, a not-serious movie, it doesn't try to take itself seriously. Like, I think other movies would try to. It just leaned in to the fact that this is just so ridiculous that it made the humor work and when the giant starfish comes out at the end and that's the climax of your movie it just seems like a regular day on the job for this movie and i really liked that like literally this movie had me buying into this guy who could shoot polka dots as his superpower and i was like wow this guy's cool like he's like kicking butt you know and then i was like wait but his power is his polka dots <laughs> But it, it worked. It was it. It's it's definitely similar in that way to Guardians of the Galaxy, when a lot of like the humor in Guardians of the Galaxy was just like ridiculous, but not quite the same level as this movie. Um, 
But like, I mean, I obviously think... you had like a talking tree versus this time a sentient weasel or whatever. Yeah, and I think the R rating might have helped that just because he could kind of do whatever he wanted. Mm -hmm. He didn't have, like, because I feel like there are more absurd things you can do when you don't have to worry about it being, like, intended for younger audiences. Because yeah. he could do things with, like, violence and gore that you can't do in, like, a PG-13 movie. Yeah, oh my god, wait... Hang on. I need to check something. Um, but I honestly, I do really appreciate... Uh, I keep saying appreciate. I liked how he was able to use gore and everything, which you can't really do in, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy movie and stuff. Um, okay, but you know what? This is what I was Googling. I was Googling who directed Army of the Dead. Because this movie... Because Army of the Dead would have been epic, I think, if it was directed by James Gunn. Yeah, wasn't it directed by Zack Snyder? Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, I think that... See, that that was a movie when I was watching the intro, and I really liked how it was kind of comedic in itself, with, like, how it was playing off of the whole Vegas thing, and it was like, oh, but here's the, the zombie apocalypse in Vegas, and it was using all, like... It was using that kind of... What do you call it when you have a soundtrack that has music that's just, like songs from the outside world what is that called it's called a thing i mean i typically just th there is a better word for it but i just typically call it the soundtrack and then when it's original music i call it the original soundtrack but isn't it like set list or no that's not it it's it's like there's an oscar specifically for it and i don't know what it is and it'll come to me later but um it was using like viva las vegas in the beginning and stuff and i was like oh my god i'm vibing with this and then it just got depressing and annoying later on and i was like bro come on you could have been way funnier um and so like i'm just saying i mean like if you want to play the sequel guys just switch it to james gunn <laughs> I don't- is Zack Snyder directing the sequel? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I don't know, but I really- okay, so there was another thing that I remember. Um, the original Justice League, you know how it, like, sucked? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they- I don't remember this guy's name. I don't know who it was, but they pulled on a- a different director, um, from- God, what was it? Um, because because Zack Snyder had to leave because of something that happened in his family, um, and he was they, they tasked him with um, with making it seem more like um, what is it? More like the MCU. Um, they what was his name? God, what was his name? Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm like not on my game right now. Um, was it Joss Whedon? Me Wait, yes. Um, so Joss Whedon was, um, or I believe so. I think so. Yes, okay, so it was Joss Whedon. Um, and he, they, they were like, okay. We want you to make this more like the MCU. They were like, we want you to make this remind people... Because I, I think he did a couple of the Avengers movies. Um, and they were like, we want you to turn this movie into the style of the MCU. Because that's just so successful, you know? And it sucked. <laughs> but, I mean, this movie translated really well into that kind of vibe. Because it was the kind of vibe of like... Guardians of the Galaxy, which I also got a lot with the transitions, you know, when they put the text up, um, because they would do that in some of the Guardians movies, but, like, I feel like that just kind of shows you, like, which things, like, some things translate and some things don't, um, and I definitely think that this was done well, and it translated into that style really nicely, um, and yeah. I think I saw that Zack Snyder was one of the producers for this movie. Really? Yeah. I was shocked, too. 
I'm seeing a Charles Roven and a Peter Safran. Safran, so I don't know. Um, I don't pronounce names. We all know this. I struggle um, every time we do a movie that's not from America and I have to announce like actors' names. I'm like, eh. um. But anyways, I think I I do think I I do think that the directing did a, uh, an amazing job. It was it really like shine through in his style and i think it translated well to the characters and the story they were trying to tell especially the soundtrack i love the soundtrack um what is it called is it a compilation soundtrack is that what it's called that sounds right but i, I mean okay what did you think of the soundtrack i tried looking it up in oscar categories and it didn't work um but what, what were your thought? What were your thoughts? I guess I know it's a little early for soundtrack questions, but I know normally we don't get to this until the end. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. I think it like because I remember a lot of people were talking about how like atrocious the older Suicide Squad movie was for using licensed music, especially as a substitute to try and like introduce us to characters and like all the different things that were going on and this movie did a far better job of introducing us to all of its different characters and building the scenario around it that they didn't feel the need to just bombard us with like really like easy songs that like on a surface level matched what was happening so they did that well so i think even when they did go a little heavy on songs it definitely worked to their advantage because it built on what they were doing instead of just trying to like slap a solution onto something and hope that it was like flex tape or whatever so i enjoyed the soundtrack it worked in this movie yeah i think it i don't remember entirely what the songs were that they played in the original suicide squad movie but i think that this one it did it, it really lent itself well especially like i remember in the intro they were playing what is that song it was like those people who died and i was like oh that's kind of like funny um <laughs> um but they they also had like other songs throughout that were really i think that they lent they lended themselves well to the piece like they didn't take away like you said they they but they were there like they were noticeable like you remembered them um without like distracting you because it just added to the vibes and it was like in the same the same vein I guess same aesthetic um and I thought that was a they did a really good job and also I discovered that compilation soundtrack is the correct term so jeopardy category you get I don't know 100 dollars heck yeah if that's the 100 question I I'm screwed but but like that's fine um um, but something else I did like and I did appreciate about this movie was um costuming it's pretty cool um so something something that I've noticed is kind of like there's definitely been an evolution for like Harley Quinn and um I mean, in in the first movie, she was like, it was like her outfit was like specific, like it, like it's a daddy's little monster on it. I don't know if there were any like comic book presidents, and if there were, just like, I don't know, smite me. Um, <laughs> but her first her first outfit was like definitely, I don't know, it was like, I don't know, not my favorite. Um, it could have been, it, it didn't look like it was a very comfy fighting outfit. Not that her outfits in Birds of Prey were, but, like, it seemed less like she was trying to be sexy and more like she was trying to be Harley Quinn in, um, Birds of Prey, which is cool. And then in this one, I really liked her dress. That was cool. Yes. I liked that she had the dress. Um, and she had the, um, didn't she have the suit that was kind of similar to the, like, it I don't remember what it looked like. What? Uh, yeah, no, she had she had a full body suit at the beginning, and it kind of looked like it, it reminded me of how she looks kind of in the comics, but like not really. Because I agree with that. Because it was like a bomber was, jacket too, so it wasn't like the yeah one piece. With, 
where you like normally you see kind of like the jester hat with it like it wasn't that yeah but it had the same kind of color scheme where you had like mm-hmm. the black and red on top but then the red and black on the bottom and like different alternating patterns yeah no i i i thought that it was a good like kind of evolution because also especially since her character no longer revolves around her toxic relationship with mr j um so that's good No, and like, while the dress maybe wasn't the most practical thing for a fight, it definitely seemed like an in-character thing for her to be wearing throughout the movie. And oh my god, I want that Halloween costume. Like, that is such a good (laughs) Halloween costume. Because also, it's like... I mean, it's not like... Like, by the end of it, there wasn't much length to the dress. But also... It's not quite as little fabric as some of her past costumes were, like I mentioned. So when it's October and it's like cold out and you're gonna go trick-or-treating or whatever, like a little a little warmer for you. <laughs> yeah, so or maybe I just it, want the dress. I, I, I just want that dress, you know? <laughs> like, it's such a pretty dress, oh my god. I was like looking at it, I was like, dude, that's like actually a pretty dress. Like they didn't put her in an ugly dress that's supposed to be pretty. It's like actually a pretty dress. And I was like, okay. Okay, then you do you. That's awesome. Um, but I liked the other costumes too. Sometimes I don't always like the DC costumes, like the costumes mm-hmm. in Justice League. I was not really a fan of. Sorry for all the people who worked really hard on them. I appreciate your work, but also they just weren't for me. But I didn't mind mm-hmm. the costumes in this movie. Woohoo! I, um... <laughs> I thought some of them were funny. Like, I thought that, um... The polka dot guy's costume was funny. Um... Uh, a lot of them, like, uh, especially at the beginning, those costumes were funny because, like, they were one-off characters. Um, Peacemaker's outfit was funny, I thought, but, like, oh also not, but also was. It was. Um, I, um, wow, I mean, um, what, what was his name? Nanue, his costume? Amazing. Fantastic oh, costume wow. on... Yeah, I mean, Nanue, I love your costume, dude. You're really, like, killing it. Um, who else? Uh, oh, Rick Flag. I just... I don't know. I don't know what I felt about his costume, but I like his face. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so, so, speaking of the Peacemaker costume, I watched this movie <laughs> with other people. I'm gonna get to Rick Flag. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> We're going back to him. But... <laughs> The people I was watching this with, we kept making fun of Peacemaker's outfit because it's totally something that, like, he would wear, but it looked like something that, like, his mom made him as a child so he could play superhero in the backyard. Like, it looked like he had put, like, a kitchen colander on his head and that, like, it was, like, his dad's, like, trousers and, like, like, a sewed shirt and it was just really funny. Yeah. Unfortunately, however, I didn't see Peacemaker this whole time. I think they should have... I don't know. I just... I thought... Because, like, here I was. I was like, wow. I'm going to see John Cena acting his awesomeness. And he's going to be Peacemaker. It's going to be really cool. Turn on the movie. There's no Peacemaker. He's just not there. Just didn't see him. Um, Yeah, you just can't see him. (laughs) Um... Which, like, also wasn't fair to Rick Flagg. Like, how are you supposed to fight somebody who's invisible? That's not fair. That's not okay. Um. Spoiler alert. Rick Flagg is dead. Um. So mad about that. I was so mad about that, too. I was like, dude, you just lost the weird facial hair. Like, and now you're dead? What? And he got a good haircut! <laughs> I know! I was like, dude, I just decided you were attractive and now you gotta die? Oh my god. <laughs> I was so bad because you did you see the post-credit scene? Wait! 
No. You didn't know about the post-credit scene, Ava. <laughs> I didn't know about the post-credit scene. I didn't know how similar they were making this to the MCU. Then I guess. Um, do you want to give me a little summary? Sure. It, it there wasn't that much going on, but there, like there are like some. It was some of the people that was like in the control room with Amanda Waller, and they're in a hospital and they're talking to a doctor, and she's like, "Oh yeah." I heard that he was, like, a hero, like, back in the place or whatever, and they're kind of setting it up, like, they're talking, like, Rick Flag's alive, but then they, like, pan to the hospital room, and it's actually, it's actually Peacemaker there. So he's not dead, uh, unfortunately. Very upset about that. And, that and, okay, so Peacemaker's alive and Rick Flag's dead? Yup. Boo! I know. And I think it's because they want to do, like, a Peacemaker spinoff at some point. But honestly, I want that Rick Flag spinoff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would have been ten times better. I have- I already have an idea for what you could have done with it. But no, DC. You went with John Cena. How are you supposed to make a movie like that? When you just, like, can't see- Okay, never mind. I'm done with that. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But no, I think that a Rick Flag spinoff, like, um, prettiness aside, I think that a Rick Flag spinoff would be way more entertaining and way more interesting than Peacemaker. Um, and so as long as Peacemaker isn't getting a solo film while Rick Flag is dead, I probably won't have problems with it, because they can bring him back for another movie, that's fine. Um, but like, if he gets a whole solo film... I feel like that'll be the wrong move compared to, um, compared to, like, if they wanted to do something with Rick Flag, because he's cool. Well, just when they made people like Rick Flag and actually gave him a character, they were like, what if we just, uh, stabbed you in the heart? That's the right decision to make, and I don't agree. See, not that I want, or not that I, okay, not that I don't want, not that I need, okay, <laughs> 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 not that I need Harley Quinn to be in a relationship, but I thought, like, I was expecting for Rick Flag and Harley Quinn to end up together, and then Harley Quinn was finally going to be in a healthy relationship, but that didn't happen, and I was disappointed, um, <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want her to end up with the Joker because she can do better. But, like, I mean, the Joker's really cool, but, like, not the Jared Leto Joker. Like, if it was a Heath Ledger Joker, then maybe she would, like, maybe, you know? But also, I feel like he's he's um too epic to be in a relationship either. Um, <laughs> but, but she could do so much better than the Jared Leto Joker. Like, oh my god. So, I was, like, expecting her to get with Rick Flag, but then they had barely any scenes together, which made me so sad, because they were supposed to be friends. Same thing happened with, like, Captain Boomerang. Like, he was a big part of the first movie, and then he's, like, barely in this one. He just dies. I'm like, dude, he was cool, too, and you just kill him. <sighs> Whatever. I do like how, in the beginning, they killed a bunch of people, and I know that sounds wrong. But remember, this is fiction. I can say that. <laughs> but I do like that because they definitely set the scene of, here are these people you think are going to be the protagonists. And then most of them die, and it's like, oh, haha. -ha. And they kind of just set up the idea already that people are going to die in this movie, and you should be a little tense as you watch, and as you're kind of getting closer to the characters, and you kind of remember, like, oh, wait, people could die because they do. Yeah, but still annoyed. Rick Flag should have lived. Justice for Rick Flag. Um, also, Starro should have lived. They should have just launched him into space somehow. I don't know how, but he should have lived, or she. I don't know. They should have lived because they're super cool, um, and they were they were um, in the right. Let's be real. They were Starro tortured for their entire life. Starro is a victim. Come on, guys. Hashtag free Starro. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. They, I thought they were going to find a way to launch him into space. Not, not like, kill them. But they did. They murdered them. 
and Starro went and that was sad. I did appreciate that they killed Starro with rats, though. That was cool. Oh my gosh. Speaking of the rats, I really liked Ratcatcher. Mm. Like, why is the rat character the most has the most wholesome, like, story arc of the movie? Because rats are wholesome. Fair, fair enough. Have you even seen Ratatouille, dude? <laughs> have you? I have. I have Don't seen Ratatouille. Don't look at Remy. Don't look at Remy and say that he's not wholesome. Okay, don't look at Emil and be like, you're not wholesome. Maybe their dad, you can look at them and say he's not wholesome. But that's only like one out of three. And their dad is trying, so he's also wholesome. So that's three for three right now. They're all wholesome. So yeah. Um, rats are wholesome. And that makes Rat Catcher 2 the most wholesome. Um, and yeah. You know, I feel like my favorite characters were Rat Catcher, King Shark, and then the Polka Dot Man. <laughs> um... I really- I did really like King Shark. For some reason, there were these moments. Like, oh my god, the moment with the fish! And he was like, oh yay, friends! Oh my gosh, but then they attacked him! Like, betrayal! I felt so bad! I was like, how dare you touch Nanue! Or, what, it's- it, it's Nanue? Maybe? Right? Um, googling really quick. King Shark I've just name. been calling him King Shark. Nanaway, yes, I was so correct right then. Oh my god, the one name I can pronounce. <laughs> but like, I was like, how dare you? You got his hopes up, and now he's sad. I, I didn't sad. want him to die. I was getting really nervous that they were gonna find a way to kill him, but then they never did, and I was like, yes. Kill him. I was kind of, I was kind of annoyed at the way that they killed the polka dot guy. <gasps> Me too, Ava. Me too. His name was literally Polka Dot Man. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had a um, name, but yeah, his name is Your Mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what that is? Your Mom. <laughs> it's just a giant. It's just a giant mom. <laughs> My God, his mom looks like. Or not looked like, but like maybe kind of looked like. You you remember? Did you see it? One or two? I'm familiar with them. Okay. Um, Eddie's mom. <gasps> yeah. Before That's you even like said same... it, I knew what you were gonna say. If, if Eddie was a DC character, he would be Pokemon Man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, and, instead of taking his inhaler, he would be expelling the dots. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways <laughs> oh my god but it was I, I i it bothered me that they like he was like getting somewhere in his character arc and then they're just like you know um yeah i think that was a little unnecessary i think they just wanted like one more character death in the movie and it was like did you have to you already killed Milton. Wasn't that enough bloodshed for you? <laughs> that wasn't even like a sad moment though. Like, I mean, Rick yeah. Flags was sad. Yes. But like, they didn't give us a chance to be sad about Polka Dot Man. It's not like he had like a heroic moment or anything. It wasn't like a sad moment. We, we couldn't mourn because he just went and then that was it. Yeah, they let the fight scene go on a little longer with him then maybe but it was it was a little too abrupt for it to land right i think because it didn't even it wasn't funny because i was upset but i wasn't like upset because there was so much going on that it kind of just got forgotten he could have been the one to go into starro's eyeball and then not come out though 
if yeah, I like, wanted to close it up from the inside. Yeah, that would expels the dots inside. Um, that would have been cool. I would have liked that more. Because that would have been more meaningful. I mean, I know that Harley Quinn needed her moment because she's like the star, but also like... I mean... She had her own movie. Yeah, she had her old Birds of Prey moment, which... Also, why are none of the Birds of Prey characters in this movie? Come on now, they're cool. They're awesome. Get some Huntress I hope we see them again. I really like the Birds action. of Prey characters. Yeah, that was a good movie. I think that was the... It was either that or Invisible Man. I can't remember was the last movie I saw before quarantine. Like, in theaters. Um... But yeah, no, I, 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 I remember being kind of sad that her pigtails weren't as long in that movie, but like they kind of paid me back for um, that in this movie with her pigtails being even longer, which is cool. Um, oh my god, wait. Can we just for a second just talk about the fever dream that was that sequence of Harley Quinn with what, the prince or something? <laughs> I of forgot about that. Like, I mean, I loved how that ended, but, like, that whole sequence was just so bizarre. Not that the rest of this movie wasn't bizarre, but, like, you know what I mean. Bizarre in its own way. It was really, like, random. The whole time I was like, how does she get into that dress in the trailer? And then they're like, put this on. I was like, um. They're like, marry me. I was like, um. And then, and then she killed him, but then they killed the birds? Why would they kill the birds? The birds didn't do anything. The birds were nice. The birds deserve to live. I don't care if their owner was a, a D-bag or anything, okay? I don't care if Harley Quinn killed their owner and he wasn't president anymore or whatever the heck their government did as like a leader or something. The birds deserve to live. And that's all. They're with Rick Flag now. Okay, fine. Fine. Hmm. I'll I'll let you I'll let you live. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. But like seriously, why'd they gotta kill him, man? Man, why'd you gotta kill him? He didn't do anything wrong. He was like a good guy. We liked him, so why why he gotta die? Hmm? Explain. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they went out there and they, like, killed a character that we've actually been getting closer to throughout the movie and that the audience doesn't want to die. But, like, am I happy about that? No. No, I'm not. Like, I'm sorry, but... It's annoying. And I wanted him to live because he was cool. And now the next couple of movies are going to be just that much more lame because he's not gonna be in it and that's kind of sad yeah because it was cool because he was finally starting to like chafe against the government and like amanda waller and everyone even mm -hmm. more than he had in the previous movies and he was kind of getting his own wait i can't use the term i want here because i shouldn't but he was getting like not so much like a villain kind of downfall but getting a little anti-hero-ish and I was like okay some people are having an influence on you flag I see it and then they were like no that's not cool enough and then they killed him but it also kind of bothers me though that they didn't end up releasing that thing to the press like I get that they had to make a deal with Waller but like still I wanted that to get released to the press but I know I know you need a sequel blah 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 but like come on dude like that was his like dying wish he died to release that to the press and you're like you're like no maybe they're holding on to that for the sequel maybe in the sequel they're gonna go back against Amanda Waller and release it to the press better oh my god i'm sorry i was just like thinking about a thing that i saw on instagram 
that said that David Dasmalchian, or however you pronounce his name, um, we've been over this, bad at names, anyways, um, that he was the key to the true multiverse. And, I mean, I appreciate that a lot. Oh, yeah, because he was in Ant-Man, in the Wasp, right? And Gotham, and The Flash, and, like, some animated Batman stuff. (laughs) Oh, wait! He was in Gotham! Who was he in Gotham? He was, like, that guy who put Jerome's face on his. (gasps) Oh, yeah! He was, like, the cult of Jeremiah guy! Yes. He really was the key to the multiverse. He was the blueprint. No wonder he had to get killed by Starro. He was too powerful. <laughs> we need, we need like, uh, we need a spinoff of just him. But like, like you know, into the Spider Verse. Can we call this like into the David Verse or something? <laughs> we need and an just have of what if that just follows the guy from Ant Man and the Wasp as he gets sucked into oh my God. all these other different things. <laughs> That would be so good. And like, I, I don't know. I I haven't even watched the second episode of What If yet. Because that came out today, didn't it? I haven't watched it yet. I need to. I haven't watched any of the episodes. I don't even know if I still have Disney Plus. Oh, that'd be really sad if you didn't. Um, I think I'm just going to wait for it all to yeah. come out, though. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Because then you can binge watch it. Yeah. Um... Hey, you know who else is the key to the multiverse? Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Idris Elba? I don't know. All I know is oh, that he's yeah. Heimdall. And he's cool. And we like Heimdall. So Heimdall brought fun. him and David into the other different places. <laughs> oh my god. Is my do- Can you hear my dog, like, loud? Yes. That's this is like really loud. Um, I don't know why she's being so loud right now. She's not usually this loud, especially when I'm recording. I mean, you can hear her when I'm recording a lot, but like, not this loud. Like, it sounds like she's in my room. Now she's squeaking a toy. That's fun. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's cool. Wait, can we also talk about the um, the animation quality of, like, Starro? Yes. Because, see, here's the thing. When I was watching, like, Justice League and stuff versus, like, something like Infinity War, I was like, the animation kind of is really bad compared to, like, MCU stuff. Um, and not all MCU stuff. I'll give it that. Um, but, like, I, I, I mean, I just have personally thought that the quality of VFX in the MCU has outshined um, the VFX in the DCEU for a while. Um, But Starro was, like, really good. As was the gore. The gore was also really nice. And I don't know how much of that was practical. um, But I'm pretty sure that Starro was almost entirely impractical. Probably 100% um, uh, what is it? Computer generated or something. Um... But I thought it was I thought it was really good. It like the texture looked real. I thought that there was a lot of detail. Um, especially the eyeball part. That was awesome. Like when she like climbed out oh, that was so cool. Yeah, no, Starro looked very good. Like I kept forgetting that it was like CGI. Like it not like I didn't see a frame where I was like, ooh, that like took me out of the movie. Like it just it existed. And like it's good CGI when you don't think about it, and I didn't think about it. When you first said I forgot that it was CGI, I was just thinking to myself, does Jetta think that giant starfish monsters are real? Is this like a hey, thing? Hey, we for don't her? know that. They could be. It came from space. <laughs> okay, Elon just as Musk long as the American government isn't like fishing out starfish from space that have eyeballs and bringing them back to Earth, like that's like the stupidest thing you can do. Yeah, like, why would you bring it back? Well, actually, I could think of many reasons why America would think that was a good idea, but why? No, but especially when you see it getting bigger, probably, like, make it go by. 
Shoot it like, back into I'm, space. Just go. Keep like, going. Like, once it gets too big for you to manage, you know you got an issue. And, like, once you see that all it does is, like, suck on people's faces. I feel like you're pretty much, like, you're pretty much good. Like, you know, you, you understand. Also, I thought all the people who caught him were, like, dead. That's what I got from that first video. It was like, oh, all these people caught him and got, um, sucked into his face. And now they're dead. Yeah. Okay, but the fact that Starro's death was sadder for me than Polka Dot Man made me sad. I mean, well, that's kind of part of being sad, but, um, yeah. Because he was like, I was happy watching the stars, and then it was depressing. Whereas, like, Polka Dot Man was just like, you know? <laughs> Continued sound effect for Polka Dot Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, you're right. Like, it, it is a bummer. But I mean, like, you see, like, so many movies try to go for these, like, super, like, characterized and like sympathetic villains and it doesn't always work out meanwhile james gunn is over here like we're gonna have this massive cgi starfish but we're gonna give it one line at the end and it's gonna be super sad and people are gonna be upset about the starfish dying like come on man like just i mean the way that starro captured my heart like that like come on dude you're so awesome and i love you and i would never take you away from your home in space um as long as you don't um suck on my face that would be really nice um i will i will help you go back home just don't like eat my face i thought that was what was gonna happen i thought they were gonna be like i since starro was able to talk through the other person i thought they were gonna be like hey person um what if we just tried to help you get back into space? Would you, like, be okay with that? Would you try not to kill a bunch of us? Um, I thought they were gonna try to reason with him a little bit, you know? But they didn't, and that was kind of sad. Because I, I was mean, like, you're giving this character the opportunity movie. to speak. Well, they were giving the character the opportunity to speak, which I thought they were gonna give, like, like I thought that, that they were gonna take advantage of Starro's ability to speak through the people, um, in a way that would let Starro and the Suicide Squad would have had something in common. Yeah. And I feel like it would have been interesting to see a little communication between the two of them, but they didn't go for that, which I understand why, but I also wish that they did something different. Yeah. And I get they didn't want to drag anything on, but I felt like nothing in this movie was really dragged on either, though. Like, I feel like the pacing was pretty good, too. It was very fast-paced, but that was also, like, that's also to be expected when you have, like, a, an ensemble group um, instead of, like, a couple of main characters, so you can't, like, hone in on too many emotional scenes with, like, too many of them that go on for too long. So it was very, like, boom, 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 boom as you were going through. So they couldn't really dwell on much in the climax. But, like, it would have been nice to see a little bit more of those emotional, like, heart-to-heart -heart scenes, I guess. Like, not even with Starro, but, like, any of them. Like, say you wanted to give, like, Rick Flag something. I don't know. Like, give him a little, little extra something, something to do. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Rick Flag needed, like, a little something more, because I feel like his death did make me sad, but also at the same time I'm trying to think about, like, the different scenes that he had in this movie, and it wasn't a lot. Yeah, he was- he, that's also part of the reason why I was annoyed that he died, is because, like, he has a lot of potential to be a really cool character, and they showed us a lot of that potential, but not enough of that. Like, they didn't give us enough to actually make him- achieve that potential like he wasn't there yet and then they killed him and that that's the annoying part because i was like i was sad but then i got like annoyed because like come on dude this is like you, you're 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 really cool but they're not letting you be cool and it was annoying they held you back man <laughs> like what i that just I mean, I get when people kill main characters and stuff, but he hadn't, like, achieved main character dumb yet, you know? I mean, because I don't really count anything that happened in the first Suicide Squad as, like, actual, like, bona fide character development, except for Harley Quinn, because they gave her an origin story. 
Um, but like all his, all that he did was just like be, be, I don't know, tough. He's a tough guy. But then, then Harley was all sad at the end about him being dead and stuff. But I was like, why didn't you give them even one scene together? Like of just them. Which they definitely could have. Like they had the room for it. Well, I mean, even if they just wanted to make it a couple minutes longer of a movie, because I don't want them to get rid of anything that they put in. Because it was pretty jam-packed. But like they could have. They could have given them like one scene, one conversation. That's all I want. There was the time on the beach when they're getting shot at and they were sheltered at the same place, like 30 seconds. You could have at least given us like 30 seconds of them like having like an actual like quick moment before Harley Quinn goes off and like gets the jab. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I just wanted more from good old Rick Flag. If you're not going to give us a spinoff, maybe they should give him a prequel. Come on, pull a Black Widow for him. Just him. Just but give no, him he something. wasn't interesting before. He only got but interesting like, now. No, he wasn't interesting before because that was the bad version of the movie. He could have had an interesting origin story if it was written well and directed by somebody cool. Or, wait, well, this wasn't the first mission that, like, the Suicide Squad, like, went on. So, like, you could give us, like... A, like a prequel where he's going on different missions with all these different like villain characters and becoming a little well, more first, jaded or something I thought that the first mis- mission that the Suicide Squad went on was the first Suicide Squad like that movie against uh, in- the Enchantress or whatever yeah so like this like in this movie like the mission they go on like there have been missions before that and they kind of have a system and a routine hmm I don't know. I feel like even if they were just giving him a prequel, like, before the first Suicide Squad, like, before any of that happened, even if they were just doing that, I feel like they could make him cool. Because I feel like he was just not cool in that first movie because they didn't write him to be cool, but he could have been cool. And they can give him origin stuff that makes him cool, you know? Okay. I don't know. Either way, Rick Flag prequel. They should make you the writer. I know. Actually, no, they should make you the writer. They should not make me the writer. But you're the you're the writer extraordinaire. That is also not true. But it is true. Have you read anything I have written? Yes, I have, and it's good. Glad one of us thinks so. Because you read so many books. Because you're a, it's because you're a book nerd. That does help, typically. Yes. <laughs> um, that was the weirdest laugh I've ever done before. I was just like he he he, but like actually laughing like that. That was strange. I was wondering, uh, what did you think of last week's? I haven't finished listening to it all the way through. <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have not finished listening to the episode that you did. I started it, and it's, like, really fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're doing such a good job. Wow, that's really entertaining. Which, anybody who hasn't listened to that episode should go listen. And then you can be, like, in the same boat as me. Um, But since I got home this weekend, I haven't had a chance to, like, sit down for, like, the whole hour and, like, just, like, devote my attention all to just, like, you and Josh and your amazingness. Um... Did you get to but the just, Tom Holland comment yet? Um, I don't think so. Okay, Josh was wondering what you thought of that. I will listen longer today, and I will get back to you, because I feel like I would have noticed if you guys started talking about Tom Holland. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so y'all should go listen to that amazing piece of art. My dog's being loud again, that's fine. Um... But yeah, I think that's I think that's all we have for this week. Do you have more stuff to say? Anything we didn't talk about yet? No, I mean again, I really liked the character work in this movie and how they were able to handle such a large cast and how they subverted audience expectations with said cast. But I mean we, we touched on all of that and we did discuss some of the different characters. So no, I think I'm good. Cool beans. Well, anyways, guys, if you made it this far, thank you. That's amazing. 
We love you so much. It means a lot. Um, it would also mean a lot if you would hit that like button and subscribe. That'd be super cool as well. Leave a comment if you also liked The Suicide Squad and if you have any thoughts that either coincide with what we've said here or... Um, or maybe they conflict and you want to share your thoughts because we don't really have that much in the ways of lives I don't at least so if you want to have a conversation in the comment section I will most definitely answer um, and then yeah if you're not on YouTube right now you can come over to YouTube and subscribe um, you can also probably follow us on whatever platform you're on because that's super cool hi um, but if you're on YouTube and you subscribe, that makes sure that you don't miss out on any of our other content. Because, I mean, we post podcasts here every week. We also do weekly regular videos-ish, unless, like, things come up, which I'm sorry. I apologize for missing the video this week. Um, I apologize for missing my video last week. <laughs> it's fine. We're doing great. Um, <laughs> so, um... I mean, that that's that's a thing that we do. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, on TikTok, we just post little highlight reels. Um, I usually spam it, like, every once in a while. I'll just, like, forget to do it for several weeks, and then I'll just, like, go on and do a bunch, like, every day for a whole week. It's not very consistent, but I do, I do do that. Um, Twitter, we're trying to do um, positive movie reviews for movies that we don't necessarily talk about on the channel. So, like, I just saw Free Guy. I left a little thing about what my favorite thing about that movie was, so you can go check that out, too. Um, Instagram, we're rebuilding our Instagram. We're trying to figure it out. So, that's not very active right now, but you can still follow it if you want. That would make us very happy. Um, also, we're planning some things. We have some things in the works, some interesting stuff that we want to get finished for you guys. Um, so you won't miss that when it actually happens if you're subscribed here and if you follow us and all that stuff because we'll definitely promote it. Um, but I think that's all. I think that's the whole spiel. Um, yeah, once again, we love you so much if you made it this far. It really does mean a lot. If you do all the like, comment, subscribe, share stuff, all that stuff, it really does help, um, the channel. And... Yeah, so that's all for this week, guys. Um, Jenna, anything to add? You know, the ending of this movie kicked in, and I was like, Godzilla versus Kong who? Okay, bye!